Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Today, we are in the discipleship room with the discipleship team. Hey, guys. Hi. Yeah, we are. (laughs) It's been a while since we've had all the folks on. Uh, We're we're missing a couple. We're missing Cassie and Shane, so uh, we, we miss them. But today, we have Kevin, Dustin, Aaron, and Lauren, and myself. Today, we are talking about groups because groups are going to be starting soon. Uh, We're really excited. Group season here at Bethlehem Church is so exciting, so much fun. People are really, really excited about group starting uh, the week of September 17th. And this semester, we decided to kind of change things up a a little bit, a little different this year. We're offering all the groups, but we've got some categories of groups that are kind of new uh, that we're going to talk about. We've, We've kind of always had these groups, but they've been just kind of all under the umbrella of groups maybe not categorized, maybe a little harder to find. So we wanted to make them easier, put them out there, uh, put them uh, in categories so that our our folks could find them. So we've got connect groups, we've got care and mentor groups, and discovery Bible study groups. So we're going to talk about those three and really kind of focus on the discovery Bible study in particular because it's a method that really any group can incorporate. So I'm going to let Aaron, our group's guru, pastor, talk about that a little bit more. Yep. Go for it. All right. So one of the reasons why we made different categories is because people asked about different types of groups, particularly. Now, we've always had this, like you said, you know, we've always had, of course, people studying their Bible in their groups. You yeah. know, that's kind of a given. In fact, I mean, that is the thing. That is what we center our discussion around is the truth from the Bible, uh, the gospel, you know, the good news of Christ. It is the center of any kind of curriculum that we have. Um, but discovery Bible study groups that we, that we, that we pulled out and, and put them under their own category was, uh, in order to create good discussion around, uh, around a, a section of scripture or a book or a letter, uh, of the Bible. And so right now we have 12 different groups that would fall into that category of, of uh, discovery Bible study. So a lot of people think about Bible study, they think about, um, they're going to sit in rows and be taught. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to break down is that sit and be taught when it comes to the group environment. This yeah. is discussion, right? Yeah. It's discussion-based. And the whole idea is that, uh, that, we, that we read the scripture together, that we take a stab at putting it in our own language, uh, in our own words, and then we go through some very simple questions uh, that have to do with bringing the meaning to light in the scripture and then discussing the application through that. So Aaron, you as you talk about these discovery Bible studies, you described very briefly what they are. Um, and when you describe that, it almost sounds very similar to some other uh, connect groups that I've been a part of, yeah. which is a different category where we would dis- we would discuss the sermon um, because we always want to study God's word um, in, in all of our groups. Like God's word is central to all of it. So can you can you explain again what you would say the difference is between a discovery Bible study and a connect group? Yeah, I think that discovery Bible study we just elevate or put in the in the light um, discussion around God's truth first, 
and then uh, community second. It's not, it, it def, definitely a part of it is community, right? Yeah. But we would say connect group is, is it leads with community yeah. where somebody could take a next step that they've never had a, they've never been a part of a small group before. And then also a part of that, of course, is, is learning from God's word. They, they're included in both. It's just that we're bringing this, you know, we're, we're kind of like bringing it to the surface. Yeah. Highlighting a, l- a little bit more. Yeah. And, I, and I've been a part of both kinds of groups where uh, I know like uh, in, in certain groups, some people are looking for more fellowship yeah. and connection. And, and we want both. There's connection and there's fellowship, uh, relationship building, and there's God's word. And so I see the need for both. Um, and with, with, with an emphasis, I, I, I would say, uh, one with the relationship building and then one with the Bible study, because I've been a part of groups where people are looking for, um, maybe, maybe one or the other, but, but, but both at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And I think we live in a time where people are, and to use this word deconstructing, I think they're figuring out what they believe and why they believe it. This is an Mm -hmm. important part of of faith these days. So we could choose to ignore that or we can really embrace it because uh, our faith is really rooted. If you look through, this, through the scriptures, people asking questions mm-hmm. about their faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so let's, let's do what the churches and, and Christians have done for really centuries should be doing is, is knowing what they believe and why they believe it. And so, you know, with that, we've, we've, we've kind of brought this to light. Hey, let's have more groups that are really centered around uh, around discussing uh, the Bible. And, so, so. and when you say embrace it, you, you it's a kind of a thing of just saying we're not scared of people's questions. If people have right. questions and want to talk about it, let's let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly right. And I think it's important too, Aaron, to, to really demystify this idea of Bible study. Mm-hmm. I think it's intimidating for a lot of people. So yeah. that was part of the reason yeah. why we wanted to do this podcast was to talk about it, kind of walk through it a little bit. So that anybody can incorporate this, whether you're in a connect group, whether you're a mentor, whether you are leading one of these discovery Bible study groups, you can incorporate this method into any group that you're a part of. So Lauren, I know you are in middle school student ministry. So talk about how you incorporate this into uh, into your student ministry. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like demystified is a great word. Um, I feel like sometimes when we look at it and we look at the Bible and it's such a big book and it, it seems really intimidating from the outside, right? Um, but I teach 11 and 12 year olds every week and I used to kind of hold their hand through it and I used to kind of be in that mindset of, you know, we need to dumb it down a little bit. But then I just got to thinking about how many big words are they learning at school and how many big thoughts and concepts and stuff. And so I got to the point where I was like, no, we are going to open our Bibles. Like this is the most important thing they can learn. And mm-hmm. if they can learn so much about all that other stuff, of course they can learn about this. Right. Um, you know, in adult worlds, that might be politics or might be whatever, but we know so much and so in depth about everything else, yet we're so intimidated by the Bible. Anyway, so what I started doing is we open up every single student that's in there, we open it up. And we go in a circle and we each read a verse or three verses. And every time somebody has a question, we stop and they ask that question and we discuss it. And I just really wanted to foster a place of, again, your questions aren't stupid. Like, I'm not scared of your questions. God's not scared of your questions. And like teaching them, instead of teaching them about the Bible, I want to teach them how to read their Bible Mm. and how to study their Bible and how to discover more about God themselves. Um, And so I think this method is a great way to do that. It has really been, I have seen so much fruit come from it in 11 year olds. So like how much more fruit could you see from this in grown adults who actually 
And if 11 year olds can do it, then you we can, can do, do it. it Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so, I love, I love what you just said about it's, it's not just, um, reading or learning about the Bible, but actually reading the Bible. Yes. That, that's, that's really well said. Yeah. And what comes out of that, that most leaders are afraid of, you said it, like they're going to ask questions. Oh yeah. And you said, I'm not afraid of their questions. Um, most leaders are afraid of their questions. Mm -hmm. Why are you not afraid of their questions? Well, first of all, they're 11. So they've had some crazy <laughs> questions that I absolutely did not know the answer <laughs> to. Um, yeah. yeah, they have great questions. Sure. And it goes back to my pride says I want to have all the answers for them. Right. But also, I don't want to become a crutch for them. Like, I don't want them to think, oh, every time I have a question, I have to go to Miss Lauren. You know, mm. like I want to teach them, hey, I don't know this answer. So how are we going to figure this out together? So I want to teach them how to discover these things. And that's, you know, themselves. all yeah. the resources that we have available to us. Like we live in an age where we have more resources than anyone has ever had to study the Bible. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and that's where awesome. middle schoolers and adults are yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I think it's beautiful about the discovery Bible study method is that we are going to together, we're going to discover what the Bible has to say about life. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Aaron, you lead a men's group Yeah. yeah. Um, and you guys have been doing this for a while. Yeah. So walk yeah. us through that. Talk yeah. talk a little bit about what you do in your men's your men's group. Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to say is I know there are a lot of probably people that are studying the Bible and and leading out there right now, and they they say, well, of course we study the Bible. You know what yeah. I mean? And so this is not to take away from any oh, any no, kind no, of no. pattern or or method or anything. It's right. trying to give simple I don't know handles to to studying the Bible on your own and in community. And yeah. so we think it's really important to do that to, to, you know, study the Bible by yourself in devotion. Uh, and then also in community, I think that's, there's something to be gained. It's very vital and a part of the church. So the, mm -hmm. this is what it looks like on a normal, on a normal group gathering. We'll come together. We'll spend some time, of course, you know, we fellowship, we drink coffee together. Uh, we tell stories and then, uh, somewhere, somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes in, um, we will, I'll, I'll post two questions and, and these are, I think these are important because it gets people thinking about life. Uh, one is, uh, what are you thankful for? Um, and then the second one is, is there anything that is, is challenging to you or that you're struggling with right now? Mm. We ask those two, those two questions. Every and group, every week, every week. I yeah. say that same two questions. Okay. And, uh, so it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I think it, it opens everything up at that time. Yeah. Uh, then, then from that, you know, are there any needs that this group can meet and, uh, kind of goes along with those first two yeah. and then we'll pray. Uh, someone will open us up into prayer and prayer. Uh, and then we dive in from the scripture from there. We will read the passage or in our case, we're studying through first Corinthians. So we'll read through a chapter, an entire chapter. And sometimes we read through that chapter twice. Mm -hmm. I'll have different people in the group do that. Okay. And then after the second reading, and now if it's a long chapter, sometimes we just read through it one time. But after that, I will say, hey, is there anybody in the group that wants to take a stab at putting that into their own words? Yeah. Right? It could look like a sentence. It could look like a paragraph. They can go through the text that we just read and put it in their own words. And what this does is it allows people to start thinking about the text more, just thinking about the text. Yeah. And we're not trying to make the text mean something that it, it doesn't mean. The Bible, all it, it, it can't mean something that it did not mean at the time that it was written. Right. All right. These guys are, are in, in the group are just taking a stab at putting, 
summarizing or paraphrasing that scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it, I, from that moment on, it opens up so much. And I'll yeah. tell you this, when you read the scripture out loud, something happens in community. Hmm. I mean, we, we know that uh, as a part of the church, that when the scripture is just read out loud, um, it does something to engage the hearts of men. Yeah. There's power in it. Yeah. Yeah. Faith comes through hearing the word of God, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so just doing that alone for me is a great springboard into the questions that follow. And the questions that follow are, what does the scripture teach me um, about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, or his plan? Mm. And that's a, that's a wide category, right? But it will allow you to discuss Old Testament, New Testament, yeah. or scriptures that uh, that specifically speak of His plan, His working, you know, in in the world. Yeah. And then uh, from that, we the next question is, what does it teach me about who I am? Mm. And another way to say it is, what does it teach me about the human condition, um, about how how we are, what we are prone to do uh, here on this earth, you know. Um, and then the next question, the, the, the kind of the third foundational question, is there anything in this scripture that I can obey? Right? Is there anything that yeah. from reading this that maybe God's calling people to or specifically calling me to, to do in light of what I've read? And then fourth is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a very important one, one that we're prone to skip over because mm. it's near the end, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't skip over it, especially the obedience question. And then this one. Who can I share it with? Mm. Is there anybody in my life that needs to hear this truth found in the scripture that we just read? And uh, that's a that's an important one because it brings us to the place of actually doing what action. we just yeah. yeah. And we talk a lot about next about, steps here, yeah. so that's a good that's a great action next step yeah. to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, when you put it, it's so simple when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. That that last step um, of who who should I tell or who can I tell this week? about what I've just learned, when you lay it out in the format that you just laid it out, I mean, basically somebody's going to a buddy going, hey, I'm in this Bible study group. We're discovering what the Bible says about life. And we read this passage today, and this is what I learned. And that's not hard at all. Mm -hmm. Like we make make this uh, sharing our faith and talking about God really complicated. Um, But through through this method of studying Scripture together, it's really not that complicated. No. Right. No, it's not. This it, it really it make for me what it is. It's an evangelical tool as well as a discipleship tool. Mm. It's uh, let me invite somebody else in my life to discover what the Bible has to say about life, and uh, and so discovery is a good word for it. You use discovery, Lauren, when you were talking about the you know your group of girls. Um, we're not trying to tell people what to believe. Uh, we're yeah. helping to guide people in discovering. Uh, what the Bible has already said. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Works with middle school students. We know it works with ladies. Of course, you just shared how it works with men. And the first time I was ever exposed to it, it was in a it was in a Middle Eastern country hmm. that was not a Christian country. Hmm. Um, and they spoke very little English. But I, I could had a translator sitting next to me who I watched um, someone teach through Scripture. Um, just told the story. I can't remember what the story was, but read it a couple times had one of these people who do not believe in Jesus at all wow. um, try to do their best to tell the story, and then they discovered together what the Bible said about it. <laughs> and then at the very end, again, these were none of them were Christians. At the very end, the same question was, who can I share this with? 
And they all had people that they thought they would like to share that story wow. with because they'd never heard it before. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, yeah. we talk about the word being living and active, right? Like how much more is that word going to affect people than whatever I could say, like the very best that I could say, you know? So just relying on that word instead of my own strength to share yes. this with people. So would you say that this method, I mean, Kevin, kind of what you're saying is that, I mean, basically this is used all over the world. Uh, so this is a global approach. I mean, a method that can be used all over the world in any, 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 uh, small group. Yes. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, so how did talk a little bit about how you, uh, how, how long have you been practicing this and like where, you know, where yeah. you first heard about it? So I first heard about it. Uh, I read a book called from mega church to multiplication. Mm. And, uh, and so I was interested in, in what the guy is Chris Galanos was talking about. And so at the very end of the book, he says, Hey, uh, f follow this link and, uh, join one of our trainings. And so during COVID, uh, what we would do as a church, we went out and served the community. And then yeah. right after that, like right after we were finished with serving meals at the school, uh, wherever we were at, uh, gave me a little bit of time, uh, to during lunch to just jump on this, this zoom call. Yeah, and so I did that, and these guys from Texas led this group. Uh, it was uh, the executive pastor of that church, which is called um, E Life Church, I believe, mm -hmm. and uh, and so walked us through the really DBS, but multiplying discipleship was, yeah. is, is what it was all about. Yeah, um, and uh, wow, it was so simple, but uh, it was really it was really easy. It was yeah. just so it was it just made so much sense to me, and the appeal for me was that. Um, it's, this is an important part of evangelism, inviting mm -hmm. people to, to, to learn and study the Bible. Like Lauren says, living and active. Right. So let's not take it for granted. Yeah. Uh, you know right. what I mean? Let's like, let's put it before people. Yeah. And I think the future of it is that, um, that we have people in the church who can actually invite their neighbors to do the same, to do mm -hmm. this, right. Mm -hmm. They can invite those who they work with to sit around and, and read the Bible, you know, and and invite them to discover what it says about mm -hmm. life. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. One of the questions that you ask is, "What does this? Uh, what does this tell me about God?" Um, and so that was, I think, a lot of times when we come to the Bible, we have we feel like we have to have a degree or you know an, an education in Bible history, Bible knowledge, and we want to learn the facts about the Bible. But really, what what the Word is is revealing God's heart. And 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 who Jesus is, and and it's a it's a, you know drawing us into relationship, and so that that discovery Bible study method is really important. I think a really great tool to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Bible is for common man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I know that sounds like uh, simple, easy, understood, of course, but um, what we've often thought uh, the Bible is just for the uh, it's just for the theologian. Well, yeah. we're all theologians. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> we're all right. we're all unpacking thoughts about God because like he's put eternity in the hearts of man. Mm -hmm. And this this goes for those who are in Christ. And those this really this goes for those who are not in Christ. And I'm not saying that we should uh allow put put people on the pedestal to teach who are not prepared. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Um but but let's let's be confident in the word of God. Yeah. You know, be confident in in, in, the, in the power that's there for us. It's how God reveals himself in this age. So good. I love it. We were just saying, you know, I think, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. People just want to be heard, especially if we're talking about the evangelical side of discovery. 
is that it's all question based. And so mm. people don't necessarily want to be talked to. Yeah. Hey, yeah. here, let me, let me give you the facts. Let me tell you what I want you to know. Okay. Instead of asking a question, we, we, we have talked about it before the power of, of questions that yes. just invite people mm-hmm. in further, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you know, to asking questions themselves and, mm. and you know, giving them a chance to, to answer. I, I, that's one of my things. And just hearing you talk about, it, I love the, the thought of discovery yeah. Bible study. Yeah. Mm. I think even pastor Jason, pastor Matt, when they teach, you know, he is speaking the truth to needs in our life. You know what I mean? He's, he's taking out the truth of scripture and what this says. And he's also speaking to needs that people have in life and the questions that people have in life. Right. You, you, you'll see him do that a lot. And so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a conversational approach to teaching God's word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, something you just said about uh, the power of asking questions. I think a lot of times people are intimidated to lead a group because they feel like they have to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Lauren, mm-hmm. you said that. Um, but when you look back, when I, I recently heard um, Megan Marshman uh, talk about, uh, she was teaching on the power of, of, of asking questions and how, how many questions Jesus asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He taught, uh, he taught, but he also asked so many questions. If you go back, I can't remember the number, but it was in the hundreds, you know, like yeah. the, how, how many questions he asked. And, and that's that I, I love that this method uses that it's, it's not giving you things that you have to memorize and recite and, you know, here, listen to how much I know yeah. it's asking, yeah. it's the power of asking yeah. good questions. So that's really cool. Really the, cool. The call is also for people to do the study on their own and come to group. Yeah. Ha- having, having interacted at some, to some degree with the text. Yeah. Now, if they d- haven't, that's okay. We'll get the opportunity to do that in group too. Right. Right. But, um, but, you know, having worked through that and asked the questions. Yeah. So, yeah, Jesus asked questions. Yeah. And and then you also see those in the scripture that he encountered asked questions. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mm-hmm. thinking about John 18, Pilate goes, well, what is truth? You yeah. know, and he's asking this question literally and the, the way the truth and the life is sitting right in front of him. Right in front of him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just such a, for me, it's such an example of, hey, you know, we have, you know, we have as a believer, when we share, we have the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus with us, mm-hmm. right in front of us, and we have the Word of God. Um, it is the most empowering yes. thing in my mind that, yeah. it, that is out, that out there. The most empowering person with us as mm-hmm. we as we share, yeah, and, and as uh, we learn, yeah. as we learn, yeah, that's really good. And He can be trusted to to teach us the things. He wants us to know yeah. God's word is mm-hmm. that yes. powerful. I, I think I've shared this before, but one of the pastors that had was such a major influence in my life, um, gave his life to Christ. And he was an atheist in college, went to Georgia tech and would go to the lunchroom and find Christians so he could debate them because he was really smart and decided he would read scripture so that he could debate better against God mm. and got to reading the book of John and the, the Holy spirit um, got a hold of him and eventually he found himself going, God, if this is true, I want this. Mm. He's, he just retired. He's been a pastor for more than 30 years. Wow. Um, and just retired. So that whole idea of we're going to discover what God's word says about God and about who he is mm-hmm. and allow the Holy spirit to speak to us, um, and in us and through us and do that in community. We can trust God to do that. Yeah. We just, sometimes we think we need to be spoon fed cause, mm-hmm. cause we're not smart enough, but we've, we've got God's spirit right there who can be trusted to do right. that. Yes. So good. 
Well, if you are listening to this and you want more information about groups, you can go right, we'll have it right in the show notes of this episode, uh, bethlehemchurch.us forward slash groups. We'll have that link right there. You can click on it and sign up for a group today. You do not want to miss out on these groups that we have available. So many great options to choose from. And we are just so excited. Groups start the week of September 17th. Uh, and we we would love for you to, to, to be a part of that. You guys have any final thoughts for our, our folks? Any, uh, any passing uh, wisdom that you want to share with them? The only thing I can think of is we have a link to a blog that we wrote that has the Discovery Bible Study questions and just pattern for interacting with, with the text, whether it's in your private devotion or uh, within, within a group context. Yep, and and then we will we are signing we are starting groups the seventeenth, but you can sign up you can sign up now. Um, but these discovery Bible studies lend themselves to you can sign up at any time. Yeah, that's right. So you can always go back to the groups page and see which groups are open. We will have some that'll be open throughout the semester. So we hope you'll jump in and join in with us. Yes, right. yeah. Groups start this Sunday. Yep. We're excited. <laughs> we love groups here at Bethlehem Church. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you guys for helping with this podcast. It was awesome. Thanks for being on here. And as always, thank you to our listeners. We love you guys. If you have any questions, uh, any ideas that you want to hear us talk about here on the podcast, email us at beyondsunday at bethlehemchurch.us. We would love to hear from you. We love you. Thanks for listening. And as always, we will see you next time on Beyond Sunday.